0: Hey, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. Hey, this is 2024, Uh, January 1st, 2024. What an incredible uh, year 2023 was, Um, but looking forward to this year. Uh, And every year, um, just kind of sit down and uh, look at um, a word for the year. Want to talk about that. And then just some uh, goals. Um, Hopefully, um, you guys out there are uh, goal setters. Setting goals is important. Um, great time to uh, do a self-assessment and evaluation. Um, I know normally uh, I do this on my birthday. Right? That's kind of my main time of the year to really do uh, my deep dive and self-assessment. But I know a lot of people do it uh, January 1st, and so I just kind of want to talk about it. I want to talk about a word for the year and just kind of setting the tone uh, and just kind of give you a framework um, if you've never done this before, um, just kind of how to set this up and, uh, and to make it a valuable time. So I'll get to the word of the year, even though you probably saw it in the title. It's uh, hallelujah. Uh, which means praise the Lord. I want to tell you why I picked that and uh, where out of the uh, out of the Bible um, that I'm going to uh, focus on that. Um, two years ago, my word was steadfast. Uh, last year, it was trust um, out of Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, which reads, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. What a uh, great verse uh, that is, and I loved it. It was a great word for the year, and God really um, proved himself, demonstrated himself uh, faithful uh, as I just uh, tried to walk in trusting in him, uh, even in areas where I couldn't see what he was doing. Um, but it was amazing, which is why I got to the word hallelujah for this year and praise the Lord. But I want to talk about um, goals, just kind of goal setting. Um, if you haven't ever done this before, if you're just kind of looking for a framework, um, there's a couple of great verses uh, in scripture that kind of give you a um, uh, just kind of a, a structure that you can use. Uh, Luke two fifty two talks about how when Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, and you kind of see those four areas. Um, that you can focus on, right? And well, I just kind of wa- want to walk through those. First uh, Thessalonians five twenty three, where Paul talks about how we're body, soul, and spirit. Uh, the soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Um, kind of gives you another area as well. Three things that you can kind of grow in. Um, but going back to Luke two fifty two, I'm just growing in wisdom. Wisdom for me is kind of your. Uh, mental and emotional uh, aspects of life. And so what are areas that you can grow in uh, where, you know, as it said about Jesus, he grew in wisdom, right? So if uh, if we get around to the end of 2024, looking at 2025, and you want to say, hey, how did I grow in wisdom? Uh, what does that look like? I think a couple of things that you can kind of look at is just the the mental aspect of wisdom um, your mind uh, how do you how do you develop your mind this year? Uh, obviously, for me, I've mentioned this several times but uh, just developing a reading plan uh, I think is important um, you know not only spending time in the word but spending time um, historical discipleship with some old dead guys uh, who are writing um, and uh, um, just some um, some reading uh, that's going to deepen your mind um, you know I, I talk about how I try to read across five different areas um, so biblical literacy so not just reading the Bible but books that help me understand the Bible more cultural apologetics um, how does the Bible apply to the world around me how do I see the world um, so that I can understand so th- things like um, you know from uh, immigration to racial issues to uh, gender issues to I'm going to read a book on body shaming Right. So just a lot of different things where you look at the culture um, and how does the word apply? How does God's word apply to the culture around you? Those are the books that I'm going to read dealing with culture apologetics. Um, The spiritual disciplines. um, How do I practice and live out my faith? Um, Marriage and family. How do I become a better husband and a better father, a better man? Um, and then just, uh, I use a catch-all one with kind of passion and devotion. And those books, I uh, just deal with uh, biographies or books that just kind of uh, inspire. And so I try to read two to three books in each of those five categories. I also try to pick uh, one or two major novels, uh, historical novels, just great books. Um, you know, not great books even of the faith, but just great books um, that I haven't read before. This year, I did uh, Brothers Karamazov uh, and Crime and Punishment. Um, and so um, I spend a lot of time with the uh, the great Russian authors. Um, but before, you know, I've done Les Mis and I've done uh, Anna Karenina uh, and... Oh, what was another a great one? Oh, um, uh, Oh, uh, I can't there, just every, every year, right. Every year try to uh, Don Quixote. That was a huge one one year. Um, and, uh, and, and really, uh, hated that when I started it, but really grew to love, um, not only the humor in that, uh, but then the, uh, the second writing of Don Quixote, um, which I don't know if you, if you know this, but Don Quixote is just kind of a great, um, uh, satirical, um, you know, book. Um, and when it came out, um, it it was it was so funny because uh you know the character uh, became so um popular at the at the time um that uh, Cervantes wrote another one um and just went through all the different um things that people had written about that um, so it's, just, it's fun, right? So just you know, pick a great book as well, maybe to read each year uh, in, in doing that. Um, but anyway, so mind reading plan, uh, maybe taking an online class, maybe if you're still in school, um, just focusing on your studies in your school and how are you developing your mind and, and looking for things um, that really challenge you to become better at the end of the year. Um, your emotions, um, what, are, what are the emotions uh, in terms of wisdom, right? Mental and emotional growth. What are your emotions that you really need to work On for twenty twenty four, I think about um, James speaks about uh, the book of James speaks about being quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. Um, What about anger as an emotion? Um, Just uh, is it is your anger well placed? Meaning, are you angry at the things that God is angry at? um, Or is your anger leading you to sin? Uh, Because there's a difference between those things. Um, And that might be something where, you know, you kind of have a good assessment with other people and just say, hey, am am I uh, generally, right, uh, well-managed and self-controlled in my anger, right? Look at some other emotions, gratitude, um, hospitality. Um, yeah, hospitality is a big one. Um, Rosaria Butterfield's got a great book out called The Gospel Comes with a House Key, and she focuses on uh, this radical hospitality. Um, and just, it's, you know, are you letting people into your home and using your home as a tool and an instrument uh, for God to use uh, to change the lives of the people who are around you, right? So, you know, your neighbors, right? Starts The gospel starts right at home. You don't have to go to the ends of the earth um, you can start right across the street. And so those are, those are great places to start um, in terms of setting goals um, and looking at a particular um, aspect of life and saying, hey, how can I grow in this particular area? Uh, put a plan together um, and then work on it, right? So, I mean, hospitality, simple one. Um, you know, have a person over to your house every month uh, for the next year. Uh, where you're opening up your home, right? Or um, you know, go out and and make the lives of somebody around you better uh, because of your particular investment in them, uh, and so those kind of things uh, super super important. Um, growing in stature, right? Stature deals with just your body uh, and just your overall health, uh, wellness, fitness. Um, but it might be something different this year, right? Twenty twenty four might be the year that you look at uh, the rest that you get. Um, you know, are you using your Sabbath um, day well, and are, are you resting? Um, or just you know, look at a particular area of your health and 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 ask some questions about that. Set some goals. Uh, put together a framework and say, hey, how can I grow in this particular area in twenty twenty four? Uh, favor with God, right? God desires um, obedience, not sacrifice. And so you can look for things uh, in growing in your understanding of God uh, this year. It might be, um, you know, that if you've never read the Bible through in a year, right, that you're reading through the Bible. It might be that you're doing some uh, memorization and meditation. And that's what I'm going to focus on this year uh, is memorizing. I've mentioned this before, memorizing at least uh, one book from every or one verse from every book of the Bible, right? So i you know, starting Genesis, right? In Genesis, uh, a couple of the verses, and that's why I said at least one from everyone, but a couple of verses I wanted to memorize in Genesis. Genesis 127, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. That's Genesis 127. I really uh, wanted to focus on that verse this year, because of the gender issues that are going on uh, in our culture, right? And just to have that verse as a uh, constant reminder that it's God's creation God's design uh, for there to be gender male and female that's how he created mankind and so um, just different issues as they come up uh, going back to God's design over man's desire uh, how do I how is God going to use that particular verse this year I don't know um, but the other one um, that I want to do out of Genesis is Genesis 5020 for those of you who know the story it's uh, where Joseph right when he was uh, sold into slavery by or well he was uh, almost Killed and then sold into slavery by his brothers, but God used that uh, to provide and protect uh, for his family. Uh, and the verse says this it says, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. And just a great reminder. Um, that uh, while the world may have its uh, plans for you, while the enemy may have its plans for you, uh, that would be evil, that would be destructive, right? Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. Um, It's amazing when you look back to see how God can use even those destructive things for his good um, in your life. And so, um, you know, Joseph is in prison. You're like, well, that's a terrible place to be. Look how God used it. Uh, Joseph got sold into slavery. That's a terrible thing to have happen. Look how God used it, so that's the concept, right? Is really being able to take some of these verses and use them uh, as opportunities to learn and just kind of see what God is doing. So that's that's where I'm kind of going through um, Scripture this year and trying to find the verses that I want to focus on uh, for my uh, for my memorization for the year, you know, 2024. So uh, that might be something you do, right? Looking at some different things. If you're a young man, um, Psalm 119. Um, 9 uh, talks a lot about um, how does a young man keep his way pure, um, and then walks through some different things where um, this might be your area of a focus this year, um, where it talks about, um, you yeah, know, where is, where is, one nineteen nine 19.9 talks about, um, how can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Uh, with my whole heart I seek you, let me not wonder from your commandments. And so what does it mean to seek God with your whole heart? Uh, and then it says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Um, and that's where, you know, the the concept uh, in my Bible, it says this. It says this book will keep you from sin and sin will keep you from this book. Uh, and so, again, going back to memorization and meditation, super important. Um, but again, uh, he goes on, uh, verse 12 says, blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Uh, so God will instruct us. Are you learning? Uh, 13 says, with my lips, I declare all the rules of your mouth. How are you talking about things, right? From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, and so that's a, a great uh, reminder to us that if you want to keep your way pure, um, take a, an assessment of how your conversation is going um, and what you talk about, right? Uh, in the, Verse 14 says, in the way of your testimonies, I delight uh, as much as in all riches. Uh, great reminder of what are we delighting in? Uh, what do we find our joy? What are our loves? Um, and, uh, that's a, that's a great reminder for us, um, uh, verse 15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Um, great reminder, right? If you want to keep your way pure, uh, what you put in front of your eyes is going to be super important, right? Job uh, thirty-one-one talks about how Job made a covenant with his eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. Uh, so great reminder for us. Uh, just, you know, what goes in uh, is going to influence uh, the way that your life goes. Uh, and then lastly, he says, verse 16, I will delight uh, in your statues um, I will not forget your word, and so um, just a great uh, verse, uh, young guys. If you want to, um, you know, find favor with God, um, maybe spit, pick a particular uh, passage of Scripture just to meditate on and to focus on for the year 2024. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, favor with man. How are you growing in your relationships? Your relationships with others. Uh, You know, guys, start with your marriage. How's your marriage? What's your marriage looks like? Uh, Are there things that you can look to improve in your marriage? Are there goals that you can set? Um, Maybe this is the year um, that you need to uh, do a marriage retreat. Uh, maybe this is the year that you need to focus on a particular aspect in your marriage that you know uh, needs some work, and, and it doesn't have to be a negative. It could be a positive, right? This is the year that we really focus on this particular area of our marriage to make it grow, um, and, uh, and, and, and it could be something that, that needs to be fixed uh, or it could be something that needs to be you know, amplified. Uh, relationships with your kids, um, just a you know, constant reminder if you've got kids, right? The, the days are long, but the years are short. Um, and so just enjoying uh, that opportunity to grow and to model for them uh, what it looks like to be a man of God, super important. Um, and just, you know, don't don't minimize that. Uh, the father really is such an important uh, role from a spiritual perspective in the home. And so um, guys really take that, you know, 2024, what's an area that you want to work on uh, with your relationship with your kids? How do you want to better model? what it means to be a man of God with them. And maybe there's something special that you want to do with your kids uh, this particular year. Um, writing to them, super important, right? Maybe there's something you want to leave for them. Uh, maybe there's a trip that you want to take them on. Um, or maybe it's just uh, spending more time and, and not in a um, you know, quantity versus quality aspect, right? But just time, um, spending more time with my kids and just enjoying that time that you get to uh, to, to have with them, uh, friendships and of course you know friendship is a friend is a really important word to me. Um, uh, so it's not just you know not everybody is a friend. Some people are people that you work with; those are work relationships. Um, you know some people are. People that you play, you know, sports with, right? Those are teammates. But a friend is somebody, uh, George Washington has, the, you know, to me the great quote um, that, you know, friendship is a plant of slow growth um, and it must you know, withstand the shocks of adversity before it's given the name friend, right? So just, you know. What, who are those people that you really need to work on your relationship in developing? Uh, maybe there's a, a really good friend that you have that you need to work on that relationship with and grow it even uh, to a greater level of intimacy uh, and depth. Uh, or maybe there's a, a friendship that's been uh, strained and, and 2024 is a year that you need to go build a bridge back to that particular person. Uh, relationships, uh, of course, work, um, and you know your work environment. How are your relationships with the people that you work with? Uh, and then 2024. Can I just tell you, your your community uh, is going to be a big focus this year because it's an election year. Uh, and I think of the uh, the Proverbs 31 man. Um, for those of you, you know that you've spent time in Scripture, right? We always focus on the Proverbs 31 woman, um, but as she's out there doing these incredible things, it says that her husband was uh, sitting at the city gate, uh, and the city gate was a place where, um, you know, the elders of the city would sit, and they would basically talk about, you know, how do we protect our city, and who are the people that we let into our community, uh, and I think that's a really important role uh, for us to play as men. Uh, who are we going to elect this year? Who are the men and women that we're going to put but in positions of leadership um, at the local, state, and federal level uh, to lead our country. What direction is that going to take? And I think that's a really, really important aspect. Uh, that's actually one of my verses um, that I'll be memorizing this year, and I've used it um, so many times. Um, but actually, comes out of Exodus. Um, it's Jethro's advice to Moses. Jethro is Moses's father-in-law, um, and so hopefully you've got some older men like Moses did in his life um, to sit down and give him wisdom. And so uh, Jethro, at this particular time, looked at Moses and said, "Hey, you're too stressed. You know, you've got too many crazy things going on. You've got too many people to lead." And so he gives him this advice. He says, "Listen." Here, here's the verse it says, "You shall uh, represent the people before God and bring their cases to God, and you shall warn them about the statutes and the laws and make them known uh, and make them known the way in which they should walk and what they must do and so that's that's the first part of the verse because he gives you know Moses uh, kind of those marching orders right like this is your job, but then he says this he says, moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, men who are trustworthy and hate a bribe." And place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Uh, And so from a political standpoint, right, one of the great things is that idea, those four criteria, that framework that Jethro gives to Moses for finding good leaders. And then notice that they're placing them, right, as chiefs, as leaders over, and he goes thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. And if that sounds kind of familiar, it's actually, um, you know, our representation of our government, right? We we have um, a government that's set up so that we've got, um, you know, local, state, and federal representation. And so uh, those leaders are leaders over different aspects of people um, and you know and then we 've got you know congressmen we 've got senators um, you know they're they're leaders over different groups of people, and so that's kind of an a, you know, interesting thing because our framers use those particular um, aspects to come up with our um, our framework of government. Um, super, super important, uh, you know, concept. Um, but, you know, I, I love this because it, look, it says, you know, first thing it says, look for able men, right? So as you're looking for leaders, as we go into this election cycle, uh, and we'll talk about this, I'm going to um, try to have um, a couple different uh, episodes in Training for Manhood this year, just about how we should look at the election cycle and how we should understand um, our framework of government, um, here in America, really, really important aspect. Uh, but the very first thing he says, uh, Jeth- Jethro's advice to Moses was look for able men, uh, find people who can do the job. And so, uh, you know, from a Christian perspective, we love to elect uh, men of character, uh, men who love the Lord, which is super important. Uh, but we need to make sure we need to, that we need to uh, look for men who can do the job. Uh, and that's a really, really important aspect as you're looking for leaders, uh, is that they have the capability of doing the position. So to think about this, right? If we're trying to elect a dog catcher, um, you know, he can be a great man of character, but if he can't catch dogs, then he's not going to be a good dog catcher. Uh, so just a really important aspect, right? Look for, you know, able men, uh, men who fear God, men who are trustworthy and hate a bribe, and then place those men, uh, in leadership. And so, uh, you know, take that, um, Look through, find some great verses that will help you um, put some goals together in terms of getting involved in your community. Maybe you want to work for a campaign this year. Uh, Go walk neighborhoods and knock on doors and help a great uh, man or woman of God get elected to an office, and that's a a great reminder for you. So uh, anyway, those are are great things as you're looking for 2024, growing in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and with man put some goals together, uh, write some things down, share it with a few friends who can hold you accountable and i think that will be a great opportunity for you uh, to grow and develop as a uh, as a man. Uh, in twenty twenty four now I just want to get to my word and finish with this uh, I mentioned before uh, my word for twenty twenty four is hallelujah uh, it means praise the lord um, it 's a it 's a little interesting right because it's um it 's not just uh, an exp- expression of praise which um I, I was looking through and um, it 's used um about uh twenty uh 20, 29 times in scripture, um, twenty four of those times are found in the Psalms, and I'm going to focus on one of those in a second. Um, but in the New Testament, it's actually an expression of praise rather than an exhortation to praise. And so, in the Old Testament, it's um, it's more of an exhortation to praise. And if you think about it, um, the the phrase um, Hallelujah. Um, it's more like we think about it, um, when we use it right often in music, right? When we say hallelujah, we're saying praise the Lord. Um, but in the old Testament, it was more, um, think about this. It's more of a command, an exhortation, right? Where it's, it's basically, you must praise the Lord is how it comes across, right? So it's not just a praise, but it's a reminder that that's what you were made to do, right? You were made to praise the Lord. You were made to be in a relationship with God. Uh, You were made to know him and to make him known. And so, um, as scripture talks about, that if you don't do it, right, the the trees and the rocks will rise up and cry out. Uh, But that's what you were created for. And so, uh, I want to finish this particular podcast looking at uh, one of those verses in scripture. uh, The last five Psalms, um, so Psalm uh, 146, 147, 148, 149, and 150, all start with the word hallelujah. So, in my uh, version, the English version, right? Uh, they all start with the phrase, praise the Lord. But 150 starts and ends with that phrase, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And so when Psalm 150 says this, it says, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his mighty deeds, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with trumpet sound, praise him with lute and harp, praise him with tambourine and dance, praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud, clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So hopefully uh, that's an encouragement and an exhortation to you um, to praise the Lord um, and to do it um, often, uh, for he is worthy of our praise. Uh, That's my word for 2024. Hallelujah. I hope you join me in not only praising the Lord, but finding a word that God has given to you for this year uh, and seeing what he's going to do with your life in 2024. Praying for you guys out there. Do it well. Love you. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.